0: Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light Her Life. I'm Ifyuluwa Abigunde. I especially want to appreciate everyone who had taken time from January to December to listen to this podcast. I want to celebrate us greatly for the endurance that we put through listening and also for considering well that the Word of God is all time what we need. I want to bless us and pray that the Lord Almighty will put us into the new year coming as this Sunday marks the last Sunday for the year 2021. Hallelujah to the Most High God. We bless Him for His sustaining grace and power. And for this reason, I'm encouraging our hearts that the new year as the Lord will be bringing us to by His special grace would continually help us that will work perfectly and will work to glorify him in Jesus' name. Our knowledge of God will not be a forgotten experience, but which shall be renewed day by day in the mighty name of Jesus. To all the non-denominational member who have always been listening to this podcast, I celebrate you a lot. The Lord bless you richly and greatly in Jesus' name amen merry christmas to everyone i am grateful to god that we are able to see that of 2021 many more to come in the name of jesus december 26 2021 is the last sunday of the year 2021 and the topic we have is justice for god's beloved people I want to believe that we still remember our theme for this month of December. God requires justice. So this is why we are taking the last topic to be justice for God's beloved people. And this is taken from the book of Nahum, chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, 6 to 8, then 12 to 13, and verse 15. Quickly to our golden text, it thus: The Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord takes vengeance and is filled with wrath. The Lord takes vengeance on His foes and maintains His wrath against His enemies. That is taken from Nahum chapter 1 verses 2. Let us pray. Father, we bless your name. We appreciate you greatly for your word that you've been sending to us. It is you to host and it is your desire that will grow each day in the knowledge of you. Father, we appreciate you from January to December. We worship your name, Lord. We pray that a better us you will always bring out of us. That as your word again is coming today, you will bless us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. There is one most contending subject in the Bible. And this subject is on a discourse of the reality of heaven and hell. We're talking about the reality of heaven and hell. We're talking about the reality of okay, God's paradise of a place of rest for believers and hell, where is a place of judgment where people will be thrown and condemned for their sin. And there is always a contention between these two how real it is. And we've had stories of how some people have been able to demonstrate that mm, it doesn't really come real, and if it's really real, somehow, somehow they will escape. We see some people saying that God is merciful, and as merciful as he is, at the point of judgment, they will plead, they will beg God, God, show me mercy, and because of that, the Lord will say, you will not go to hell, but you will come to heaven to rest with me. Some people have even made it a, a thought that, oh, God cannot allow everybody to perish. Why will God see that majority is going to hell and will not reverse his judgment? But among those whom God will, will end up saying, okay, I free you set of people, come to heaven. That they will be included. Some even made a statement of the fact that they can also be able to run off. That when God is trying to throw people to hell, he will be able, to, he or she will be able to escape. This has been a lot of thought in the heart of people. And why people say this is because they've not consciously come to understand the reality of these two places. And the word of God is coming today, making it clear to us that the reality of heaven and hell. It's it's real. It is real. It is certain. It is not just a saying. It is not a story. There is a time of judgment. There is a time when God would say a thing and would do it, just as He has always been saying and doing. There is a time when the Lord will not turn back, and He will declare judgment unto the world. But especially, the Lord expect most especially, the Lord expects that an unrepentant sinner will come. To receiving grace now, and not wait for the day of judgment. This is actually what the word of God is bringing to us, and don't let us forget. Nahum's message to us is actually also a message to the people of Nileve. and the Lord actually had sent Jonah ahead of time. But difference is the fact that this time around, Nahum is predicting his destruction because of the way most of them had been oppressing people and how the Lord is also trying to rule and prove himself as a judge just God who will never allow evil to continue over the land. The first part of our lessons talks of God's anger against Nili. That is taken from Nahum chapter one verses one to three. And what we see is that the Lord made as a consequence of the sin of the leadership, the Lord made it that the the Assyrian took over and were the one putting punishment and oppressing the people and out of their evil and out of their disobedience to God. And this city of Nineveh actually was in great pain and in great tribulation. And as much as they were in all of this, the word of the Lord came to them and the characteristics of God was expressed in three forms. The first thing we see of the nature of God is that the Lord God is a jealous and avenging God. And this means to us that God does not tolerate rivalry at all. God is not somebody we can equate with another God to serve or another God to worship. The Lord expects that if we are giving ourselves to him, we give ourselves to him in totality. He has stayed knocking on our door and he knows that the time we open up to him is because we are ready for him. We're ready to accept him. So our acceptance is a short of door over every other thing. And that is what the Lord is expecting, that we would not also be having another God. Something else will not take our heart away from him. Not sin, not worthiness, not the devil. And that is the nature of God, a jealous God. God also established to us from that same verse that uh, he he punishes those who oppose him and pay them back with his wrath. That is the nature of God. Everyone who kicks against God will definitely be punished. And he will he will pay them back also in their whole coin because God as he is is a God who will never Condo injustice, those who oppress, those who do evil. The Lord is not a God that will now pay them back in good. The Lord is a God that avenges for his own. So the expectation of God is that people will turn from evil and do good. By his nature, God is not easily angered, but he takes vengeance on his enemy. That's another truth we must know of God. God does not get angry easily, and that is why he has this merciful attribute. He's compassionate. But even as a that, we must not take it for granted. He is still a God that avenges over his enemy. It is all of this understanding that the Lord is sending at home even to make light to the people. And in this our own word and time, the word of God is also coming, that we may know and understand that it is real. When we're talking about God's judgment, by the nature of God, God is a jealous God. He expects that we walk perfectly before him. God is a God that will punish those who oppress people. And God is an angry God who will always take vengeance over his enemy. Anyone who is not doing things right, I pray, will not fall into the free anger of God in Jesus' name. Amen. The second part of our lesson is God's judgment against the revealed. And the first we are able to talk of is God's anger against the Nineveh. Now, now, we're talking about God's judgment against them. Nahum chapter 1, verses 6 to 8. The word of God is coming again and is making clear that to as many who fail in living their life as he expects, to as many who want to continue in sin, the law doesn't take it lightly as well with them. And that is why the word of God is categorically coming. First, as like an rhetorical question in verse 6. And the question was that who can withstand God's indignation and what this is talking about is that if god is hungry if god is burning with like with fire like he is a fury fire like if he is burning in hunger who can actually withstand it it went on further to talk about who can enjoy his fury uh, and who is wrath or his wrath is poured out like fire the rocks are scattered before him when the lord is in all of this who can stand the law that even while he moves, it's he is is a powerful God and fire accompanying seems everywhere. Who can stand? Is a destruct, is a destroying fire in its nature, and that is why we are saying and the Word of God is also coming to emphasize to us that God is a judgment. There is a God of judgment. I beg your pardon. And our God is a God of judgment. He expects that we will not wait for his judgment. But every everyone, especially the children, his children will run away from sin and take up the nature of God. And also for as many who might be oppressed now, the Lord, as he is a God of judgment, is assuring us of his love and making it clear that no matter what it is of the oppression we might have faced, or experience the lord will punish those who oppose him the lord will are vengeful for them in his anger and in god's anger who can escape for every enemy that has been daring us in face how would they escape in the face of god's anger to everyone who in one way or the other silently has been oppressing us the lord's judgment will definitely come upon them so the lord expects us also to be assured that he is a just God and he will fight our cause for us as his children. I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. The last part of our lesson is God's promised mercy revealed. That is taken from Nahum chapter 1, verses 12 to 13 and verse 15. We see clearly from here, from verse 12, that although they have allies, and this is referring to the Assyrians, they are numerous. They will be cut off and pass away. That was God's God's initial judgment as the Lord is ready to make clear even to the enemy, all those who oppose His and all those who do evil. But in other words, God promised never to make his people to suffer again instead. And that is to now tell us that in the midst of God's judgment, those who do evil will receive the consequences of their evil. But for those who are God's own, the Lord will never allow the oppressors to overcome them in any way. But what the Lord would do concerning them is that he would ensure that his promise stands over their life. And this is what we see further as the Lord is declaring that they will no longer be destroyed and that they will no longer and their descendants be wiped away. But the Lord is promising something new. And in verse 15, the Lord is calling out for a response of two things. The first thing that the Lord expects is that they should celebrate with their festival, and pay their vows in remembrance of their freedom, the Lord is setting the minified, the Lord is setting them free, and the Lord is expecting that they should be able to one celebrate with their festival and pay their vows in remembrance of their freedom. Similarly at a time like this, the Lord is assuring us as a God of judgment. That he will rise to all our problems. He will rise to fight for us and grant unto us victory for as many who trust the name of the Lord. This is the assurance that the Lord is bringing. But we must understand that the Lord, as compassionate and merciful he is, God is also ready to ensure to us that for as many who will live life to him, he will always deliver them from all their troubles and he will grant them reasons to celebrate. I'm praying that all the days of our life we'll have reasons to celebrate. But the Lord expects that we we'll live our life for Him. So He will fight our battles and we can rest. This is the end of our message this year and for the month of December. I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. I'm wishing us all a glorious service. Let's live our life to obey God and know that judgment is certain and the Lord's mercy abounds too for everyone who repents by everyone